This is Authors in Focus. Hi, I'm James Reed, a fantasy author publishing under JMD Reed. The first volume in my epic 12-book fantasy series, Shadow of the Dragon, is available for purchase. Check out Foundation of Courage. Today, I'm joined by Stephen O'Pry. He is the author of Zombie Earth. How are you doing today, Stephen? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Uh, yeah, doing fine. It's um, it's not all that hot this week. It was it cooled down from last week when we had like it got warm. But uh, it's been fairly nice this week. How about you? Uh, it, it's been hot finally. Um, we had like two days. I was actually down in the seventies, which is actually very rare for this time of the year during the day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like the seventies. I don't like it to go in either direction of the seventies. Like, you could just stay oh, oh, in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could find the spot that it would be seventy year round, I'd be in heaven because <laughs> that'd be perfect. I feel like it's in Northern California or something. Yeah. But that comes with its own drawbacks. Right, right, right. Anyways, so uh, I like to start off my interviews with a uh, a dumb question. In, in honor of what you write, uh, what is your favorite zombie movie? Okay, so ironically, <laughs> I was never into zombies <laughs> because of the fact of, oh, this can never happen. So I never actually watched much zombie stuff or even read any zombie stuff so what really got me into zombies at all was the walking dead i they had it was already out for like three seasons before i even saw the first season i was just flipping through the channel and it was like what is this and then the zombies popped up I was like oh it's something with zombies but the characters were interesting so i was like eh, I'll, I'll give it a shot and i was like all right well how can zombies actually be real, you know, because I, I overthink everything. So it's like, I, I want to make something like this, but I want to explain how zombies could actually be real. So, See, I, um, come, I come from the, the fantasy end where I don't really care, like, right. if it can't be real or not. I, that makes it more fun for me when it can't be real. <laughs> right. Well, I, get well, that I, I, I like explanations. I mean, even like with fantasy, with, you know, um, magic. All right, so what's the explanation behind the magic? Is it godlike powers, or is it, you know... Yeah, fair enough. If you throw in some science into the magic, that makes it interesting in its own manner, you know, like with gunpowder. You know, it's not actually magic. It's They're they're using gunpowder to make a, a fireball or whatnot. But, you know, teach their own. I, like, I never got into the Harry Potter stuff, um, yeah. but... I, as, as far as that, the uh, Walking Dead, I guess, would be my favorite. Um, I did just recently watch World War Z. I just bought um, Dawn of the Dead because I actually met uh, Mike Christopher, who is the uh, hair Krishna zombie in it. Um, okay. And he's a really great guy. And he asked me, you know, all right, so... Uh, you wrote about zombies, you know, and asked me about, so why did you write about zombies? And I'm like, well, actually, I'm not really into zombies. So, you know, and, and there's people like me who's not really into certain stuff. So I, I, I try that. to write towards that is, okay, like, like you're into fantasy. 
So, you know, there's plenty of stuff with fantasy. You don't need explanations with fantasy usually. But there's people like me is like, all right, I need an explanation. How is this going to work? You know. Right. No, um, I've met fantasy authors and, who, who need that. Every world has their own rules, even, you know. I mean, like, like I have in the works later on down the road, time travel. You know, it, it could be real, you know. It, and I want to touch on it and explain it in a way that, hey, we could be time traveling one day, you know. Yeah, maybe. Like, uh, I guess my problem, like, so I'm not really a big fan of zombie movies myself, mainly because I just don't, um, I, I, I have trouble seeing the threat of zombies. In like the real world, I guess that's my problem. Well, I've always like most of the time I'm like I just I just don't get. There's like I don't know. I live in America. There's a lot of guns. I just don't. Right. Oh yeah. I don't right. See how this I, is getting out of control to this extent. Uh, well, but that's, I feel like also, the comedy movies with zombies. Right. So like, oh yeah. Shaun oh, of the watched, Dead. I love that. That's my favorite zombie movie. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, have you seen The Walking Deceased? Uh, no. Okay, you gotta check it out. Um, I just got it recently. I actually bought it, let somebody borrow it. They never got back to me because it was like a Dollar General, $5 movie. But I went on Amazon to get it because uh, I actually met Dave Sheridan. And uh, he has poster of The Walking Deceased. And he's like, I've seen this movie. You were in this movie? He's like, yeah, I'm the sheriff. I'm like, okay. well, I, I feel like a jerk now because I was like, I didn't even realize that was you. He's the guy who plays a doofy in Scary Movie. So, yeah, oh, I haven't seen that movie since I was twenty, and that was right. twenty years ago. So, right, <laughs> I don't so, remember much about that movie. So it, it, it's um not for kids for sure, um, oh, no, but it, it it it's a spoof zombie yes. one. But I I I completely understand. I live in Florida, so we're pretty open about guns, you know, and all that. So I understand that aspect. But with that's part of the how could zombies be real? It's not just how could they be real. How would zombies overtake the world type? Thing? Yeah, that's like, the, that's always where I'm at. I'm like, um, I can buy zombies. I just can't buy zombies taking over the world. Right. And I do touch on that in Zombie Earth. And um, it, it's more or less basically the government trying to cover up. Okay, well, there's no threat yet because they don't understand it yet. So they don't think it's really a huge threat. You know, and then... Um, also, spoiler alert, mine's airborne, so everybody's infected. It's just, they don't just directly turn into zombies. Gotcha. Once you pass away, you turn into a zombie. Sure. So. That makes, see, that makes a bit more sense than you just... Right. But, uh, so let's talk about it. So it's called uh, Zombie Earth, am I saying that right? Yes, yes, Zombie yeah. Earth. Yeah, I, I connected the E for zombie with Earth, because um, yeah. I... Honestly, I Googled, there was nothing like that, and I was like, well, that's an easy thing to come up with, so I'm going to go with Zombie Earth. So I went with Zombie Earth, and, um... So you got to talk about it. Who are your characters? What, uh, what What's going uh, on? The main character is Stan. Um, he, he's an average Joe guy just trying to make it, you know, um... And, and it actually starts off just before the outbreak. Like, there's reports coming in about these weird attacks. Like, uh, I don't know if uh, y'all heard it up that way. I'm sure y'all did. But down in Miami a few, several years now, uh, there was the um, guy who was eating the homeless guy uh, who was supposedly on bath salts or whatever. So, you know, like, 
news and all that trying to cover up the initial outbreaks like oh it's just some new strain of drugs or whatever you know so a lot of people it's like yeah okay whatever it, it, it's just a drug epidemic going on you know at first and all that and then all of a sudden it, it's happening all over the place all over the world and everything like that and then i go into how they start to you know survive while everything's shutting down you know and he's got a group of survivors. Some of them are close friends, family. Some of them are people that you don't really care for. But usually, if you got enough food and whatnot, numbers helps you survive, you know. Um, so there's some inner tension within their group. But not only the undead as a threat, you have the living who's a threat. Because you're going to have people who's going to take advantage of a terrible situation, they're going to, you know, bully their way in and take supplies from other people just for them to survive. Survival of the fittest, dog-eat-dog dog world, you know. And like I said, I wanted to explain how zombies could scientifically be real or, you know, a explanation. Because not many zombie things explain, all right, this is what happened, you know. So I wanted to go into detail on how they could actually take place with them you know, overcoming the world quickly, rapidly. And um, I uh, didn't do that in the first book because I wanted to do some research on what could actually do this, you know, scientifically. And um, I already had the idea of where it originated from. I do hint at the origin, but I don't go into full details on how it works and all that stuff. Okay. In book okay. one, I... I plan on doing that in book three. Um, I'm almost through with book two, but due to personal um, situations, uh, I've kind of put the series on hold because, first of all, I have a character based off of my mom, and she passed away two years ago. So that's been kind of difficult to write her scenes, her character scenes and whatnot. And the second book is really dealing with a lot of loss. So I've kind of sat back and because uh, I got like eight chapters out of the target of 12 chapters done for the first draft for the second book and then the third book will actually be a prequel slash sequel it's actually going to follow um the scientists who are investigating how this zombie outbreak took place just before the actual outbreak and um then that group actually ends up converging with the group from book one and two so Okay. Okay. So, never really talked about who the who the people are in the group, though. So, tell us about them. Oh, like, well, Stan, he's the main character. Uh, he's married to Nicole. They have two kids, so there's kids involved. Ron and Sage is uh, <clears throat> Stan's mother and stepfather. Um, let's see. Roy is one of uh, Stan's friends. Brock's uh, one of Stan's friends. And they all have their weaknesses and uh, strengths. Nobody is this macho going to kill everything. So uh, everybody is human. And that's one of the biggest compliments I get is people can relate to all these characters, whether it's all of them or just one or two or whatnot. They're very relatable because they seem very human. Boyd and uh, Patricia, I believe. It's sad when you forget your own character's names. I got a lot of characters. No, it's and cool. I, I, 
<laughs> we have several. Notes. We have notes. Oh yeah. I understand. Oh yeah. I um have twenty billion notes. Like I've planned this whole series out from book one to at least book five. Like I I, I could stretch it out further, but I don't want to you know do all this filler filler filler. I want to you know get all the key points. Rachel, Terry, and Gary are um a group that I nicknamed. Uh, the tree dwellers. They live in the trees because zombies can't really climb too well, which my zombies can at least jog depending on their muscle deterioration. Uh, cause that's part of it is, alright, how's these zombies even moving if, you know, their, their flesh is just hanging everywhere. They got muscle, you know, and whatnot showing. How's that even work? So I explain and go into detail on how that works also. Um, but the tree dwellers, uh, started living in the trees and travel along the trees and people are more worried about the zombies on the ground so they can pretty easily, you know, move around. Um, so they get introduced around mid book and, uh, they're, they're an interesting, uh, trio of siblings, um, which I actually have a, uh, interactive fiction I'm working on where it will be their backstory. So your character that you play as, will be part of their backstory. What do you mean uh, by um, interactive fiction? Um, there's um, It's called Choice of Games. Okay. Uh, it's, yeah. it's text-based um, choices. Um, I, I've learned how to somewhat code. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not great, but I can code stuff for that. So you're you're actually going to be able to create your own character involved in the zombie earth universe so awesome awesome so uh, uh is uh zombie earth the first book you've ever written yes okay so uh, what what made you want to take the plunge into writing i i owe a lot to my mom she's the one who's like hey you ought to write this whenever i came up with the idea i was like all right sure whatever and uh i just started writing and getting the plot and telling her about all these ideas. She's like, okay, all right, so when are you going to actually release it, you know? She's like, eh, I don't know, you know. And then finally, you know, she kept on nagging me like good mothers do. And uh, I released it uh, back in 2019 and um, <clears throat> before, you know, yes. the big bad thing happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's kind of, I didn't predict this thing coming, or did I? Uh, some people it's a good selling point, some people it's not, you know, um, because there is a cure-all vaccine in the book, which will be more talked about in the third book, okay. which was actually developed before the zombie outbreak, so it's also part of the, hey, maybe this is the origin of it. So, um, so, like, what did you kind of learn about the writing process as you kind of delve into your first novel um don't do it no um <laughs> uh there's always room to improve uh no matter the best authors or whatever that you try to learn from or take away from is there's always room to improve and if you're not learning something it, something's wrong you gotta keep learning it don't matter you know what it is even if it's something small if you're not learning something it, something's not right. So it, it, the whole process is a learning process. I mean, it, it's not just writing. You have to 
just being self-published, I had to learn to, okay, I got to promote it. I got to edit. I, I mean, you can hire editors and all that. I did not hire an editor for the release for that, which um, it, it is not perfect, but it's not terrible. I mean, um, so it, it, it's more closer to perfect than terrible. <laughs> So, I mean, you got some grammatical errors here and there or whatnot. So, you know, you, you got to learn to oversee that. And because you're with writing, you're releasing a big part of yourself because this is part of you, you know, that you're releasing to the world. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, you're vulnerable. So yeah. it, uh, I released it in August. I had my first event in September that year of 2019. And I only sold two books at the event. And halfway through the event, I was getting discouraged. But it was a four and a half hour trip away from my home. So I was like, you know what? Nobody's ever heard of me. Nobody's ever heard of Zombie Earth. Nobody's, you know, heard of any of this. Don't give up. This is your first event. Two books. At that point, it was only one. It's like, you know what? Nobody's ever heard of you. You're getting the name out there. Keep on going, you know. And here I am, and I've sold quite a few books. And, you know, it, it's bringing the story to people. I've been to New York. I've been to Kentucky, all, all over the place already. I haven't made it out west yet. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's an experience. I've gotten to meet, like I said, I met Dave Sheridan. I met Mike Christopher. I met Corey Taylor. I met... A whole bunch of people that are great. Uh, Mark Burnham, he, he's a really nice guy, too. He's in the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on okay. Netflix. He's a really great guy, too, so, if anybody sees him. <laughs> um, so, uh, besides Zombie or anything else in the works? Oh, I got a ton in the works. I actually, um, last year, I released Hitch Hacker. I haven't really promoted it all that much because, like I said, I lost my mom two years ago, and it was kind of a – I got to get the creative juices flowing again. So I worked on it and released it and hadn't really done no big, big promotions outside of going to events and just yeah. having it on the table. Um, but uh, I um, <clears throat> have a lot more stuff in the merch. But Hitchhiker is uh, like a psychological thriller, and um, – it's following Sarah as she's going cross country to escape this troubled past. She's got this abusive boyfriend who beat her, you know, and whatnot type deal. And yeah. along her uh, travels cross country hitchhiking. It sounds like a great book. Hitch. Well, what did you call it? Hitch hacker. Hitch hacker. Hitch like hacking. Hacking. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, I got. It. It's a but, good title. But they got like a a serial killer. Uh, is chasing after her and is either protecting her or targeting her. So, awesome. you want to let our listeners know where they can connect with you on the internet, there, Stephen? Yeah, uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Zombie Earth and Beyond. Uh, sent you the links, but I don't have one copy. <laughs> yeah, I know um, it's just. But Zombie Earth and Beyond is all you gotta look up on Facebook. Um, Instagram is Zombie Earth, but instead of a O, it's a zero. Because I actually had an old account that I made, but I forgot the password to it, and it locked me out type deal. So I had to put a zero instead of an O. Gotcha. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. It's just Stephen O'Prime on there. And uh, they can even email me if they want to, uh, zombieearthseries at gmail.com. 
and I'm not on Twitter yet. I just tried to get on to TikTok because I got some visual stuff I'm going to be working on as well. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, I, I'm, I've got the psychological thriller out right now, Zombie Earth, with at least five books in that series. And there's going to be two more books in the trilogy, where they're kind of like standalones, but also um, connected along with Hitchhiker, along with the uh-huh. time travel. And I got a fantasy one in the works too, but I want to uh, do it right because uh, everything is kind of tied together in a way. That's a big uh, time travel spoiler. Gotcha. Well, it has been really great talking with you, Stephen. Thank you. It was good talking to you too. Yeah, you have a good one, and you know, try to stay cool. Oh, I'm trying to. Thank you. This has been Authors in Focus. You can find my fantasy novels on Amazon. Follow news of my writing at my blog, jmd-read.com, and follow me on Twitter, at jmdread. You can also join my reader group on Facebook, Fantastical Worlds of the Imagination. You can find more episodes of the podcast at fantasy-focus.com and wherever your favorite podcast is hosted.